What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it's celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me at the table, Adam Tollefson. Reach for the sky, boy. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. That is tough. I feel terrible. Out of the blue, man, and um, we'll get into it a little bit later. I thought we would do a little something in the stew, um, you know, recognizing Jay Briscoe. Maybe we'll talk about some of our favorite Jay Briscoe uh, encounters, encounters, that kind of stuff, because it's pretty rare. I mean, being a professional wrestling fan, you you do deal with loss somewhat frequently. I mean, I don't know if, I mean, I do know as like a football fan and stuff, it's not like. NFL players are, you know, current NFL players are dropping dead, you know, somewhat regularly. Yeah, we're used to it. We're from the old school where it happens. It happens. And um, it's better now. I think that... Way better. Yes. You're not going to see the same end results, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it's... None, it's. I mean, it's, it almost makes it more tragic. It does. Yeah. Um, I think I was telling you, you know, I, I my mind went to the worst. Like, ooh, did he do something... Did, did he have some demons we didn't know about or something? And yeah. No, it's, it was a car accident with yeah. his daughters in the car. Yeah, it's gross, Ugh. man. It just, it's just terrible. terrible. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to we're gonna talk about Jay Briscoe later. We're going to um, honor him in our own little way, I guess. We'll man up. We'll man up. That's what, uh, that's what he would want me to do. That's right. All right. Well, as we sit at the table... It's uh, it's January 18th, 2023, and... Hold up. Sorry, what? What about Freak Toys? Yeah, Freak Toys. They are st- <laughs> still with us. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Check them um, out online. Freak Toys with a Z. Yeah. Uh, use the code DORKSIDE to get 15% off. Please do. All right. Everything is just thrown a little off whack. It happens um, with that. The unexpected happens. Absolutely. But yeah, check them out. I still want to get over there. Yeah, dude, we got to make a plan here. And uh, well, I, I mean, I've I've pulled it up on the maps, and it's it's a two hour track. I know, but I've done you know I've gone places for two you know, <laughs> I've I've made a two hour trek for things. I so. almost I almost went without you because I had a couple days off, and I was like, I'm just I think I'm just gonna go, and then I'm like Ashley will tell my wife we'll go grab <clears throat> some food and yeah. da, da da da, and then yeah, I looked it up, and I'm like. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's two hours, and she was like, oh, I need to be back for this class. And Same like, boat, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, me and me and the wife actually have this coming Monday off. There you go. And I was like, oh, we should go check it out. And, she, and she's like, and I pulled it up. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, that would, our whole day. Yeah. Which we get very few together. Right. Um, would be that. And, you know, I would have way more fun with it than she would, but. You and I will go. Absolutely. All right. Back to the show. It is January 18th, 2023, and on this day in pro wrestling history, 1957. Good year. Kurt Von Poppenheim. I just wanted to say that name. Oh, that's the real name? Kurt Von Poppenheim defeats Red Bastine to win the Pacific Coast Junior Heavyweight title 
for the fourth time. Wow. Um, I bet that wrestling grandpa that's always calling into the Colt Cabana show. Is He's probably, got a Kurt story, right? Well, no, but he always <laughs> talks about Red Bastine. Like, that's his guy. So yeah, that's the only name I know. He was probably that. selling uh, pictures, as he calls them, at this at this show. Who yes. knows? Uh, but yeah, Kurt Von Poppenheim. Just great name. It's a fucking killer name, dude. <laughs> 1969, Ben Justice and Rocky Johnson defeat the Hells Angels, uh, Paul and Ron Dupree, to win the Detroit NWA World Tag Team title in Detroit, Michigan. Think Matthew's related to Ben Justice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or Justice Payne. R.I.P. R.I.P. His motherfucking brother. Uh, 1971, the longest WWF championship reign came to an end at Madison Square Garden. Ivan Koloff defeated Bruno San Martino to end the champion's historic 2000. 803-day reign with the title. Beat that, Roman. Uh, Koloff was a transitional champion. Pedro Morales won the title just three weeks later, especially at this time, um, WWWF as it was then. Huge babyface territory. Almost never put the title on a heel. Sure. But you have to have these these moments where you're not setting up a babyface match. No. So you need a heel to win it, to win it just to drop it quickly. Sure, yeah. You know, um, 1980, Ernie Ladd defeats Mike Sharp for the Mid-South Louisiana heavyweight title in Shreveport. The big cat, right? Yeah. We just saw him in GCW like not a too couple long months ago. ago. <laughs> Wait, that's not the same guy. Is yeah, it? it is. That's Ernie Ladd? Yes. Wow. I'm thinking that. No, no. no. Ernest the Cat Miller. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. It's mm. a lot wow. of similar names. Yes. We know, Ernest, we also, we know, Ernest, Ernie, Cat. We know a big cat in Wisconsin, you know? <laughs> Shut up, Bogger. Uh, 1986, Scott Hall and Kurt Hennig defeat Jimmy Garvin and Steve Regal for the AWA World Tag Team titles in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nice. Not the Steve Regal we know, actually. Okay. Not the Steve Regal who just recently had a micro brawler released. Two on the way, buddy. Fuck yeah. It's, it's, it's coming up in the... Uh, Darkness section. Yes, sir. Uh, 1994. Um, Big Titan and the Gladiator defeat Katsuyoshi Niyama and Atsushi Onida to become the first FMW World Brass Knuckles Tag Team Champions. I like the Brass Knuckles. Uh, Big Titan is Rick Bogner, who was uh, the fake razor. Oh, yeah. Yep. The Gladiator is Mike Awesome. So that's a pretty good, pretty oh, good I like solid that combo. Yeah. yeah. 1998, the WWF held the Royal Rumble from San Jose, California. Some results from the show. Stone Cold Steve Austin won the Royal Rumble, despite uh, nobody working harder than Mick Foley, who entered the Rumble three separate times. Mm-hmm. Um, HBK retained the WWF championship over The Undertaker in a casket match, in which under- or, uh, Michaels took that backdrop. Over the casket, hit it bad. Oh, yeah. Fucked his back up. That's right. And pretty much just works one more match in the next four years, and it's and it's dropping the title to Austin at Mania. Damn. Those caskets, man, they'll get you. They will. One way or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2000, WCW taped the January 19th edition of Thunder in Evansville, Indiana. Uh, the Mama Lukes, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull, defeated WCW World Tag Team Champions Crowbar and David Flair. Yes, to win the and titles. Daphne. 
Yeah, she yes. was totally with that crew. Daphne, uh, people love or hate Daphne. You're either a Daphne guy or you're not. I think she passed too. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. But oh boy, yeah, yeah, one or the other, right? <laughs> she was a lot. <laughs> Two thousand three, Ed Farhat, better known as the Sheik, died at seventy six from heart failure in his home in Williamston, Michigan. Uh, Sheik was the owner of the big time wrestling promotion, the National Wrestling Alliance's Detroit office. Uh, Ed Farhat credited with training his nephew Sabu, yes, as well as Rob Van Dam, Scott Steiner. Raven and Greg Valentine. Wow, it's a nice uh, spread he's got there. Totally, students. Two thousand three, XPW runs an event at Viking Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Some results from that one: uh, King of the Death Match champion Supreme defeated Justice Payne to retain the title. Chris Candido defeated Julio De Niro. Shark Boy defeated Tracy Smothers. And XPW World Heavyweight Champion Shane Douglas retained his title over Vic Grimes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 2015, Lucha Underground issued a press release stating that they've, they are thrilled to announce the signing of AAA star Alberto El Patron to the roster. Mm. Uh, stint was pretty short-lived as he was back in WWE by the fall. That's when he uh, came back, formed the League of Nations. Oh, right. With Zeb Coulter and Sheamus and Cesaro and maybe Rusev. And Rusev, yep. Terrible. Like, that could have been a really good stable, but instead it was just a terrible gimmick. It was. It was bad. 2019, <laughs> Viper defeated B Priestley and Kaylee Ray in a three-way match for the World of Sport women's title on the first day of the World of Sport live tour in Southampton, UK. Mm. Um, kind of notable because all three of those gals are now under the WWE umbrella. Okay. Um, can you can you name them all? Viper. Nothing. Dewdrop. Oh, nice. B Priestley. Mm. You know who she is, though. But you don't know who she is in NXT. Right. <laughs> yeah. Blair Davenport. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a couple Blair Davenport. I got a Blair Davenport autograph over there. there you yeah. go. How much you want for um, it? And then Kaylee Ray is now Sm- Alba Fire. Alba Fire. Okay. I was I was thinking Smiley Kylie. Yeah, I always got those two mixed up too, but they're nothing alike. And she's in AEW, Kylie Ray, or maybe he's done some dark stuff. Or she signed. She signed. All right. Actually, you know what? She did some stuff in AEW. No, she's in... And she's in NXT now. Yeah, she was in like main event or something I heard. Yeah. Like the dark or something. I think they've already dark given match. her a uh, new NXT-rific name, too, that's not Kaylee or Smiley Kylie. And you got Ray. that card autoed? Huh? No, okay. I don't. Talk uh, to me when yet. you do. I will. <laughs> Birthdays! How many? We've got three with us currently. And okay. one who passed. We'll talk about the one that passed first. Pero Aguayo passed in 2019. Um, tragically, his son passed in 2015. Remember, he died in the ring. Oh, right. In a match with, like, Rey Mysterio. I remember that. In Mexico. I think he took a drop kick or Like, it was a routine drop kick. Ray was trying to set him up for the 619, mm-hmm. and I, I think he just, like, went limp. Yeah, he went, like, collapsed kind of. Yeah, lips. and there were, like, there was a lot of people talking shit about the... There was no doctor at ringside, so they, like, carted him out on a piece of plywood. Ugh. Um. But Conan was there, and Conan said that, you know, the doctor was already 
tending to two other individuals that were injured on the show. Okay. One of them was a neck injury. They didn't want to take him off the stretcher. So it's like, what do you do? Sure. You don't have nine stretchers at a show. So That's tough. Very tough. Um, what else do we got? Uh, Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. Everybody's got a price. I will say Teddy has got to be 69. On the nose, Adam. Boom. On the nose. <laughs> um, Batista. Dave Batista. Hmm. Got to think big for this one, right? Um, 45. Flip it. 54? 54, dude. Dave Batista, wow. 54. I know. I was shocked about that, too. I think he too. started pretty late, right? I think he did, too. Yeah. Um, and then this one's kind of sad. I just saw him in that movie, man. I can't believe that guy's 54. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Mark Briscoe. Mm. Pretty sad that he has to, you know, almost share a birthday with uh, Jay's yeah, passing his day. his birthday is now ruined. Uh, I'll say... 39? 37. Okay. 37. And Jay would have been 38 like next week or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 25th, I think I saw. Pretty mm. sad, man. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. This is the January 18th, 1999 episode from the Montag, what is it, Montagny, Montan, I don't know, Center in Beaumont, Texas. Go home show to the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Um, we're going to kick things off with the individual that will enter that match in the number one spot. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he heads to the ring where Michael Cole is waiting to get Austin's thoughts. Stone Cold Steve Austin hypes the Rumble, reminds everyone the odds stacked against him. Um, you know, he's the number one draw. There's a $100,000 bounty on his head. All, against all odds. Chances are, you know, he's he's not going to do it, but uh, you know, he's going to give it the old Texas try. And he really whips up this crowd into a frenzy ahead of match one, which is going to be Road Dog versus Gangrel for the hardcore title. This match was set up last week. Uh, due to Road Dog suffering the bloodbath from the brood. That's right, getting soaked. Dog says that his name isn't Buffy, but tonight he's a vampire slayer. I like it. I did too. Uh, he gets the jump on Gangrel during his entrance. I don't know if it was a kendo stick or just, uh, he busts something over his head. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple good table spots in this match, one of which took several attempts to break. I am the table. Holy shit, dude. Like, I do appreciate how many times like Road Dog didn't skip a beat and just like kept going yep, for it. it do like, it again. Took like three tries to get it to snap pretty much perfectly in half. You know, it didn't crumble like they do now. Yeah. Yeah. It was right there. Like the first one was a was more of a working table and this was just like a table that they threw under there. And you could tell too, because it still had like that plastic like that black thing that goes around it. it, yeah, and and the metal like underneath, like the metal that little apron, lip. yes, <laughs> that's what didn't want to give. I don't think, but it was a good, it was a pretty good, um, pretty good hardcore match. It Road Dog retained the title. Match two: Billy Gunn versus Test. Um, how about Test's shirt? Guns don't kill people. I kill people. <laughs> what a classic! It's right there. It's right in my notes. <laughs> Billy Madison shirt or Happy Gilmore shirt. Yes. 
<laughs> guy with a nail stuck in his head. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, this match got a decent amount of time too. I couldn't believe how much time this thing got. Teddy Long reffing. Yeah, hell yeah. Ken Shamrock hits the ring moments after Billy Gunn hit Test with the Famouser. That caused a DQ finish. Ken takes it to Mister Ass on the outside of the ring. Throws on the ankle lock. Leaves him laying in a fucking heap, dude. Ken snapped extra hard this week. Yeah, but they, gosh, every time he gets mad, it's like, Ken Shamrock has snapped. <laughs> That's the gimmick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Shamrock will snap. Yeah, I know. Hogan's got a pose. The Shamrock's got a snap. <laughs> oh, man. Before the break, Michael Cole talks about the most controversial commercial in Super Bowl history from the WWF and says that the whole world will be talking about it. Um, I meant to watch it and report on it, but oh, I we gotta that. I, you know what? I'll check it out and that'll be in my notes for next week. Okay. Backstage. We see the young bucks, dad popping Billy God's ankle back into place. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looked that guy, exactly yes. like the yes, young bucks. Yes, dad. Did. Nice call. <laughs> um, I didn't even know that was a thing, dude. I didn't know you could just pop an ankle back into place. That's like a shoulder. Never heard of that, dude. <laughs> uh, we also see Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart cutting a promo, but that was interrupted by the enraged Ken Shamrock. We also got another Vince Shane training session. Some in-ring stuff with Dr. Tom Pritchard, which was kind of nice. Yeah, I like that. Match three was Dan Severn versus Steve Blackman. Uh, before this one started, we saw Big Boss Man and Mankind kicking the shit out of each other in the back. And we're, we learned that they're, they're going to have a hardcore match against one another later in the show. That backstage is unsafe tonight. Hell yeah, it is. Blackman wins this one after hitting Steve in the dick. He doesn't even... Uh... No, sorry. Severn hits it after hitting Steve in the dick. Yep. And it then flies the dragon sleeper, refuses to let go. And uh, I, I guess the beast has officially turned heel. Mm. After that, we got a great video package for the WWF Championship match at the Rumble between The Rock and Mankind. I really like this thing took some time. This was probably like three or four minutes. Oh, yeah. It was a long one. And it was one of those really good put-together ones. Unlike that sentence. Speaking <laughs> of Mankind, he and Bossman are brawling through the curtain, and uh, they go right to the ring for match four. It is that hardcore match. They're doing battle for several minutes before they even get to the ring, and I li- I like the way that that was done. Yeah, uh, just the punishment mix always taken <clears throat> before the bell. I mean, if, during the bell, after the bell, before the bell gets his bell rung. Also, before a huge match on Sunday too. Yes, <laughs> uh, and all, like if one of these things goes wrong, that pay per view match is over, dude. There's like a side suplex onto a chair. Uh, I said he had to be right, concussed oh, in this one. On the steps, too, was nasty. Oh, where he was just, like, racking yeah. his head into it? That was that was gnarly. Oh. Um, yeah, the match goes on. Uh, eventually, Mankind puts the Sako on Boss Man. That Rock comes out, hits him with the chair. Uh, and then uh, Rocky hits the Rock Bottom. On the on, chair. On the chair, to, yeah, to Mankind. Softened him up ahead of this big match on Sunday. Smart move. I agree, man. Before the next match, we see several things happening backstage. China's walking to the ring with Mark Henry behind her, begging her not to say something. Hmm. Also, Stone Cold Steve Austin lurking, pounding some silver bullets. And Vince McMahon and The Rock and Kane are all talking about the match tonight that Commissioner Michaels has made, pitting Kane versus The Rock. And uh, they have to bleep The Rock a couple times here. Yeah, they do. Yeah. China's out to the ring next. She has given Mark Henry 24 hours to come clean about something last night on Heat. And uh, time is up. Mark comes to the ring. 
and his mama's in the crowd. Get out here, Mark, you numb nuts. Yeah, she does say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> uh, Mark comes clean that um, he and China have not had a sexual relationship. Uh, he was fronting. No wild thing or mild thing, he says, <laughs> which I want to know what that is. That's just second base or what? <laughs> China decides to... Uh, She's like, well, you came clean, but screw it. Roll the tape anyway. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Do it anyway. Uh, last week when Sammy was comforting Mark. There's something about Sammy. I know. And things took a little bit of a turn. She had a penis. <laughs> I'm like, what a world in which, <laughs> in which they brought this lady out to be Mark Henry's mom. They're like, oh, Mark Henry's mom has to be so disgusted. Yes. It's like. He goes and he's like throwing up after he found out. It was like the, like um, Ace Ventura. Oh, I know? went. I or went the crying to game. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like what a world where we're like that's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, they're like oh, this is terrible. <laughs> we better have his mom whoop his ass and lead him <laughs> off by his ear. <laughs> after that, we see um, Jerry Briscoe and Patterson getting ready for their handicap match with China. They're having a little strategy meeting. I love, I love, first of all, I love that Patterson has the cigarette tucked behind his ear and he's like explaining all these old school wrestling moves he's going to do to her. He's like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to catch her in a sleeper hold and then maybe an atomic drop. And Jerry's like, Oh, and Pat's like, and then I'm going to get her up for the biggest suplex you've ever seen. Just like, Jerry's just like putting his boots on. He's like, Mr. McMahon told me that I'm the one that's going to cover her for the pin. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I just loved that. The Stooges talking Briscoe shops. Oh, so great. <laughs> I used to put um, uh, I used to put up the episode. I should get back to this. I'd, I'd put a little clip or not a clip, but a, you know, it's say like episode, whatever. And then I put mm-hmm. a picture up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should get back. Thumbnail. To a thumbnail. I'm going to, I'm going to try to find this picture of Briscoe and Patterson and put a thumbnail. I like it. Oh, it's fucking great. Match five, Al Snow versus Goldust. Battle for head. Goldust stole head. Al actually picks up the win in the match, though. The referee gives head to Val, or gives head to Al. <laughs> That's not a good sentence. Right. Uh, but Goldust <laughs> set him up and delivered shattered dreams and then left with head. Yeah, just runs off with head. Lawler says, uh, I can't believe I'm even saying this, Michael Cole, but I wouldn't even want head. <laughs> He got to hold head during the match yes. too. So he was he was getting his one liners. He in. totally was. Holding on to head, I guess. Look, I got head. <laughs> <laughs> Midian's out next, babbling at the announce table. Druid music hits. We see the Undertaker set on the stage. He comes out with the acolytes and Paul Bearer. Taker sits on his throne, cuts a promo, and uh, at least he's actually talking this week. Like he's yeah. actually cutting this promo. He's talking about prophecies. Talking about sacrifices are not over. Yeah, he says the next sacrifice is going to occur on the twenty fourth, which is six days away from now, which happens to be the day of the Royal Rumble. Oh boy! And he says that our simple minds won't believe who the next lamb will be. I like it. Yeah. Match six: China versus the Stooges. China was taking it to both guys until Patterson pushed her off the top turnbuckle to the floor. Yeah, just shoves her. Oh, my God. Sable comes out to make the save, I think. Um, But Luna cuts her off and attacks her with a strap. Mid-ramp. Apparently, those two are going to have a strap match on Sunday at the Royal Rumble. So this is just a way for us to talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. Jerry hits a corporate elbow on China. 
that Pat wants to cover. Yeah, they keep doing the old pull each other off trick. Stooges are fighting. Briscoe hits her in the face with powder. And then uh, from there, things got really weird. They both get handsy. They both, uh, I mean, let's, you say handsy, I say sexual assault. Like, yeah. They were like wiggling her boobs and stuff like that. Grabbed, like, that was her butt. fucking weird. Yeah. It was yeah. really weird. Um, she ends up stacking both guys up and pins them both. Yep, after a couple DDTs. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Match seven, The Rock versus Kane. Corporation versus Corporation. I loved earlier when uh, Vince was talking to Kane. He's like, you understand. We're going to have this match, right? You understand, right? Oh, and he was like, he he was basically like, um, (laughs) yeah. So I have this in my notes. He's, he's, he's. I put down here, it's clear to see where all the members' loyalty lies. They accompany the rock to the ring. McMahon even went on record saying that he will not only, or not only will Kane not harm the rock, he won't even harm the rock's snazzy, expensive shirt. (laughs) In fact, McMahon was calling for the finger poke of doom backstage. He said, oh, yeah. he goes, you, you know what I mean? You know, you, you hit him with the finger and he drops. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're hearkening back to that. That's so fucking funny. Um, the Kane's not going to play ball. I'm sorry. He's not. No. He defects, I guess, and the match happens. The Rock does a number on Kane on the outside. The whole corporation has his back if it goes sideways. Eventually in the match, all hell just kind of breaks loose. The corporation all get in the ring. They start beating in on Kane. Mankind comes to the ring with a steel chair equalizer. Rock powders up the ramp, but a rattlesnake is waiting to cut him off. And as soon as Rock turns around to Austin, Mankind lays him out with the chair. And the show goes dark with Stone Cold Steve Austin flipping Vince the Double Birds. Yeah, it was a good ending. It was good. I thought it was a great ending. Um, What I didn't think was great were the sign of the times. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, I did not get much. I wrote down. um, I have one. (laughs) Me too. What the fuck is up with Beaumont, Texas? Come on, There's guys. There's times where it's like, wow, I sure have, you know, the pick of the litter, and I can pause and just scan and look, and this time I'm like, where are the signs? I am glad that you had the same experience because I was like, are they going to think I'm mailing it in? I'm not mailing it in, guys. No, no. All right, so uh, my only one I have, Stone Cold Rules, Goldberg is trailer park trash. Oh, okay. I like it. <laughs> I'm glad it's different than mine. Uh, me too. Road dog is God. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. Well, I said something about a little bit ago, but Pro Wrestling Tees, they got a new micro brawler up for a 10-day pre-order. Now, normally they've been doing two-week pre-orders. Um, they probably had this one in the works, and then they're like, as soon as William Regal's out of AEW, they're like, we got to get this one going quickly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, William Regal. The purple robe. Yeah, it's kind of like a younger version of him, I guess. I would say. I think so. Um, Yeah, so those are 10-day pre-order, and they said that uh, it's going to have 100 chases. Sweet. So that's a pretty small number. It's usually like 250 or something? Yeah. um, Or, like, okay, so the smallest I've ever seen for a chase is 50 with Bret Hart, the the recent Bret Hart one. 
Um, but mo- most of the time they're 150 to 250. So 100 is a kind of a weird number. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. That look, it looks pretty good. I, I dig it. Um, the Mercedes Monet ended today. So I hope you copped it if you needed it. Um, I couldn't remember if I ordered it or not. And it was like 1204. Oh boy. So I, and I was like, well, I have two choices here. I can either waste my time trying to find the email, find the email, (laughs) or I can see if it's still available and just fucking bite the bullet and order two. I chose that option. So uh, maybe I'll get a chase now. No, 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 no. There's no chase for the the money. I don't think. Oh, so you might have two extra monies on the way. I might. Okay. Not sure. (laughs) But either way, (laughs) I'd rather that than not have any money at all. Right. Yep. So yeah, those are those will be coming soon. I saw some people getting shipping notification for that um, MJF Devil Joker? Devil Brawl or whatever, yeah. and I couldn't remember. I thought I ordered that, but maybe not. I don't know. I can't keep track anymore. But we, I don't think we've missed one. So no, I um, just make a little P for us and T's like folder in my emails. Do you just throw all that shit in there? Smart man. I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> um, but so you got the regal, so yep. it's immediately on me again for the next. One. Yep, alley oop. It happens fast. Pass it back. This world moves really fucking quick. We're really making um, those guys rich. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I really hope. Um, I hope we get an. I, I would love them to do another Jay Briscoe. You know, we got the Briscoe brothers in the two pack. I don't even have early the Briscoe on brothers, and I, I think that Jay could use an upgrade. Yeah, man, get him a get him the championship run, something like that, and um, that'd be cool. I I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. Yes, Um, Foco bobblehead pre order of the week. Actually, there's a couple of them. The Diamond Dallas Page. He's on the entrance base. This is their standard bobbleheads. Okay. Um, I think they said okay. So he's on the entrance base doing like the diamond pose. The one that he sued Jay-Z over and won. That's right. Um, successfully sued Jay-Z over the diamond's hand signal. I love that. I got to say, <laughs> I think the timing was, was right on that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like that ain't going to happen again. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but it's still awesome. Like That it's, would be the thing that I would hold. Up. Yeah. Like, that would be my most prized thing of all time. Right. It's like the ten, I, You ever hear about that guy? I know I've told the story to you before, but definitely not in this show. Um, the guy that uh, basically when they're when they're children, Tiger Woods and this guy played in a golf tournament. Oh, and he got first, right? Yeah. So the the golf tournament, like the age yes. range, was like six to ten. And if you think about the uh, you know the abilities of a six year old and a ten year old, there's it's vast. Sure, it's not like a twenty four and a twenty eight year old. That's pretty similar, right? Even though it's the same four years apart. But no, this guy this guy. Beat Tiger, came in first, Tiger came in second. Tiger was six, this guy was ten. Right. And then this guy proceeded to, like, every time they were at Pebble Beach or something, the guy would come to the course and bring the trophy I and be like, it. you'll never get this one, Woods. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> That's so great. I love that, too. But this is this is kind of like that. I would hold that over Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. I'd just be throwing the diamond up, uh, like, 24-7. Fuck yeah. Um, so that bobblehead's only got a run of 144 cost is going to be 50 bucks they also have another pair of big heads up sean michaels uh the run's going to be 222 it looks like he's in the brown tights like oh really i just glanced at it worst pick ever for a tire i don't know and then edge like current day edge 
Mm. And the run for that's going to be 144. I think they run 55 apiece. Old man edge. Old man edge. Ringside collectibles. They got some new pre-orders up. They have, this is new, Best of the Ultimates Series 1. So we are now um, with the AJ Styles Razor Ramon wave that's not out yet, but that's Ultimate 16. Uh, and they come out in a wave of two each time. So in, in theory, there's 32 Ultimates okay. plus whatever they've done for like the fan takeovers, I think, and the San Diego Comic-Con stuff, like the Coliseum Collection, the Slaughter. Oh, sure. Um, so, so there's probably almost 40 Ultimates now. And people hate this, but they are starting to re-release figures, um, and they're they're pretty sought after. So the series two Bret Hart came out with Bret Hart and Nakamura. That series two Bret Hart is being re-released, mm. and the series three Triple H is being re-released. Okay, as ultimate best of. best of or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, kind of, I mean, if you if you buy these things just to make money off them, I always say move them quickly because you never know what's going to happen. Sure. Um, part of me wants to like move the most expensive figures I probably own are those demolition legends. Yeah. Still in the package. Um, you know, if, if Mattel ever got the license back and, and re-released those that, that would go from about $300 to almost, you know, 50 a piece or something. It It would be less than half of what it's worth now overnight. Right. But um, for the people that just kind of missed out, I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, what else does Ringside Collectibles have up for pre-order? Oh, Jazzwares Supreme Series 3 Lucha Brothers. Those figures look fucking amazing. Those are up for pre-order. Nice. And Unmatched 6, Owen Hart, Santana, and Ortiz, Ruby Soho, Mr. Brody Lee in that um, salmon color. burgundy suit. Okay. And he has the chase in a blue suit. Mm. And Malachi Black. And they also have an announcer set up for pre-order. So it's like an announce table and like the backdrop. I think Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur already come with the chair, like the announcer chair. Mm-hmm. But you can um, buy like a set or whatever. So like, this is the set. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's already a Brody Lee with him in the suit in the TNT title, right? It's in a different color. Um, Is he in a suit? He yeah. does have one with the TNT title, but I don't think it was a suited one. I think so. Not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a, we've had a couple Brody Lees now, which is cool. Oh, this is cool. The third retro four pack set to go on sale this Friday on Mattel Creations. Oh, hell yeah. This set features figures that were some point in development from Hasbro. Yep. I love that all of these have that, that thread, uh, but for one reason or another, weren't released. Tugboat. Lex Luger, American style. Doink, Doink. Babyface with the blue and the orange. Mm-hmm. And Greg Valentine in the rhythm and blues. Oh. So this set is fucking fire, dude. Um, I think this, I think the last one kind of uh kind of a letdown for some people with the Bret Hart, the Anvil, the Jimmy I don't Hart. I don't know why, but it just seems like that one, and even honestly, even that Oakland set. With Bob Bob Orton and Rowdy and Rowdy and Piper, and, yeah, just I don't know, but I love the fact that these these are all these. Not only can you save fit in with the Hasbro's, they were fucking supposed to be made. Yeah, they were just never never came to be. So that's fucking awesome, dude. I I really dig that. You're right. That Brody Lee did not have a suit. Um, 
Yeah, well, I wasn't sure about that. Okay, um, he's got a TNT title. That's where I was confused. He does have yep. a TNT. There's title. a chase of that too. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, Mattel Creations oh, on yeah. Friday, probably fifty five bucks for the four pack again would be my guess. Yeah, I'm um, sure they'll keep it similar to yeah. last time. Yeah. Um, new arrivals. Anything? Nothing. I have that all elite crate Ooh. that you got before I did last week. That showed up. And I immediately checked. I did not get the Thunderosa chase, but the brawler itself kicks ass. Yeah, it does. I, I definitely it. dig that. We got some super kick socks with, um, is that Omega? Who is that? Orange Cassidy? I don't know who that is. I thought it was Cassidy. Maybe it's Orange Cassidy. Yeah, that's totally Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Um, I should just look at the card. He's got his hands in his pocket. Oh. A Blackpool Combat Club shirt. Forged in combat. It's all bloody. And an FTR shirt. We got, uh, oh, it says there was 300 of those Thunder Rosa micro brawler chases. So that means there's more out there than more chases out there than normal, which I like because I'm, I'm going to need to get Matt's that. Matt's looking for it. Hook them up. Please do. Best of Elevation Volume 1 DVD. Actually, these are kind of cool. I looked at them and I'm like, yeah, there's some, there's some good matches in here. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, we got a pin. Ooh, Devil MJF. Was there supposed? Nope. There's no chases of that. Oh, how appropriate, Adam! An an AEW luggage tag. Yeah, man. Uh, just days after we booked a trip, so that's kind of cool. Scissor me, um, sticker pack from the acclaimed. A poster from. Uh, Oh, Jericho versus Moxley Revolution 2020 poster. Mm. And a autographed 8x10 by, by Jay Lethal. I like these, Jay Lethal. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? All right. I'll tell you who doesn't. The Acclaimed. Yeah, they fucking hate Jay Lethal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I got that box. That's pretty cool. And then... Dun, 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 dun. A Target pre-order came through. The raw set. The raw set. I actually saw three of these on the shelf today at, at our Target. Um, Sixty-five bucks, which not too bad when you consider an, a Each regular. Figure, yeah, yeah, a regular elite is like twenty-two ninety-nine now at Target. So it's, you get the cool backdrop, the yeah. the raw letters, and those are actually huge, dude. Yeah, um, much bigger than I thought they were going to be. In the packaging, they're even like overlapped. So, but yeah, very cool. So you got Undertaker from the from the first Raw with Damian Demento in the main event, right? And then these are actually uh, Razor and Lightning Kid. These are the this is the gear that was in that ten thousand dollar match. Love it. Um, so that's very fucking cool too. And you know, I didn't think I would really. I mean, obviously, I want a, as many Razor Ramones as I could get. But I was like, oh, it's green. But I actually really like it. I still want a red one, man, from the uh, from the match at the Rumble with Brett. Yes. Yep. I'd like to see That'd him do that. We should. haven't gotten an elite version of WrestleMania 10 in the black tights yet. No. We've got a basic. Okay. Um, and then that that ultimate we're getting, we're getting a, a we're getting a purple, and we're getting a kind of a mishmash of a yellow and black one. So I don't know. Pretty cool though. A lot of money in here. I'm gonna bust that open here um, shortly. I'm I'm really trying to figure out my strategy for for getting this show on YouTube, and I think maybe some unboxing videos. I know I've talked about it before, um, but I think that's kind of the way to go. And just kind of I've 
a hundred figures to open. There you go. And just do small little bite-sized ones where I open them up and talk about, you know, hey, I remember this gear from this match or, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, do one a week. We'll be set for two years. Yes, <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, by the way, something else I did that's kind of cool, you know, those superstars figures that are popping up everywhere now. And I'm also seeing that people's pre-orders are getting canceled despite the fact that they're just all over on the shelves. The superstars? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Series 3, the Mankind, the Papa Shangos, right. the Million the Mans and shit. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's pre-orders are getting canceled, and I don't go to a Walmart now where I don't see yeah. all of those. I'm seeing them a lot. No. So I took my um, I took my Masters of the Universe Macho Man, and I removed like all of his fucking gimmickry. Okay. And then look at him up there with the rest. Oh, wow. With the rest of the crew. Doesn't he look awesome? Looks jacked to the gills. It looks just like he would go with that set, other than yeah, he does uh, any soft goods. But <laughs> that's awesome, isn't that great? Fits right in. Yeah, so you could actually buy that figure for probably twenty ish mm-hmm. on eBay or whatever. Um, that's great. And you take all, you know, he comes with like a purple shirt armor thing, and he comes with like l- these leg gauntlets, and you know, a scepter and shit like, and a the He Man stuff. Yeah, all yeah. the He Man shit. You take all that stuff off, and you basically just have like a straight up awesome orange trunk Macho Man with every ab in the world, every ab muscle ever. He's got like five times the abs of Finn Balor. That's only a thing, thirty pack. The dude. only thing he is missing is uh, knee pads. I'm not, I think I just counted 28 <laughs> yeah. abs. He's fucking jacked, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have an, I don't think I have anything. It's a slow time right now for new arrivals, but hey, man, what are you going to do? They can't all, every week, it's just not going to happen, you know? That's right. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red for the sky, boy. Still very weird, man. Yeah, it's such a it's such a sad thing. We got to see him last Probably last year around this time. It was uh, March. Yeah, no, no, no. It was January. January. I looked through my phone um, because I posted a picture, the last picture I have of Jay Briscoe on Facebook today. And it was uh, after a match in GCW. Um, He was 
He was bloody. I had I had like the phone in selfie mode. He gave me a good a good fucking a good crazy look, yeah, and yeah. I took it and uh, and yeah, I looked at my phone and I, it was close to a year ago to the day actually. Damn that um, that we saw those guys and. The story, you know, it, it's it's obviously just completely tragic. It kind of started out. You didn't know what happened yesterday. Like I, it's I started hearing something, even before Tony Khan put it out there. Um, it's trickling out. A it little. was trickling out, and I messaged you as soon as I heard about it. And then minutes later, you know, it's kind of confirmed, and everything, and everybody's talking about it. But you know, you you heard about a, a car accident involving four people. Um. You, I, two adult fatalities. I worried initially that it was both parents and how awful that would be. Right. Um, thank goodness that I saw that his wife tweeted this morning that uh, one of the kids was pretty much okay and the other one was going into surgery. Okay. Um, turns out he was, he was, they were heading home. Um, they were heading home uh, in his truck. Um, it was him and his two daughters. Heading home from cheerleading practice. Oh, Jesus. And another woman in another truck crossed the center line. And that both drivers passed. Uh, Jay was not wearing a seatbelt, I guess. Which She was. and he, She, she was and she passed. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't really say much. But, right. you know, it, it's it's just fucking crazy how, how things can just happen in the blink of an eye. Um. And one minute you're here and the next minute you're gone. There's just so many people's lives that are impacted by this. And, you know, not even from a wrestling standpoint, but all these people that have come out saying, you know, what an amazing person he is. Um, always cool. I've never seen a bad, I've never had a bad interaction with them. And I joke, I, I joke that, uh, you know, in that Facebook post that I put, I'm like, despite him looking like he would eat your face off for looking at him sideways. He's very intimidating and scary looking. Yes. You know? But the minute you talk to him, like your guard was put down and you're just like, oh, this guy is fucking great. And yeah. like, I can, sh- I can. He doesn't look like the type of guy that you could you could fuck around with, but you totally could fuck around with Jay Briscoe. Yeah, I wouldn't. And Mark, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. And, and they're and they're they're really yeah they're down to earth guys. They're very actually funny. So totally. I mean, I mean, you get that from Mark. I feel like oh, Mark definitely like Jay takes things more serious than Mark. Yes, but but Jay is still. Still funny. Hell yeah. yeah. In his own way. Yes. Jay was super funny. I saw several interactions with them and like kids at those shows and they always. Yeah. They always treated the kids really good. Um, I don't know. It's just so crazy to me. Like I can't think of another. I can't think of another uh, wrestler with the accolades that those guys had that never made it to the big show. You right. Know what I mean, like it's ring of honor uh, here, it was on Fox television at fucking two in the morning. Maybe sometimes yeah. it's preempted by a fucking infomercial infomercial. You know what I mean? It's nothing like AEW is now, or, you know, WWE or things like that. And I'm sorry, but you're, you're not going to find many guys that are as good as Jay Briscoe in the ring mm-hmm. or on the microphone. Like the man could cut a hell of a promo. Yeah, and I feel like he doesn't write shit down. No. Like, that's just, it's like Kingston style, you yeah. know, it's just 
it's just real. I'm just going to say what I got to say and it'll, it'll be good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, and props to those guys too, because you know, they don't have to do a lot of stuff that they do, but they would always, you know, send in these promos or post shit on social media. Um, whenever there was a big match coming up, you know, it'd be him and Mark in the fucking barn or whatever. Oh, I love those. Oh, those are so good to the point where like your brother-in-law, Blake, not a wrestling today. guy at all, but he would always be like, hey, is there a new Jay Briscoe? You know, is there a new Briscoe Brothers yes. promo out and shit like yes. that? Um, just so awesome. And, you know, you think about some of those times sitting front row at Turner Hall for Ring of Honor shows. Yeah, man. And the Briscoe match is always, always killer. Good. That um, High Five Tom posted on, on, on my post today, you know, that, that ROH unsanctioned in I think it was April of 2017 at mm-hmm. Turner Hall. Actually, the date we got it. Can you on, see yeah, it? Bully Ray. What does it say? Four twenty-eight seventeen. Yes. Um, that match. That table that's is from, from that, that match. match. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, oh wow, that just hit me. I, me too. I just realized that. Wow, High that five just hit me. Gonna love that. That was uh, <laughs> the Briscoes and Bully Ray versus Dalton Castle. And the boys. No. no. Oh wait, the makeshift boys. Yeah, it was it uh, Warhorse? That's right. They're not Warhorse. No. Uh, <laughs> War uh, the Viking Raiders. What were they called? <laughs> what were they? Um, something about war, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right. War machine. War machine. Fuck yeah! Thank you. Got there. Raymond Rowe and uh, Hanson. That's right. That was so fun. That's fucking crazy that that table piece is from that match. That is. Oh, I wanted the whole table. Like, I wanted to take the whole table to my <laughs> I know car. you did. And the guy. It didn't make like, sense. No it, no, it made so much sense to me at the time because I had a couple uh, and I was having a great time. But no, as they were cleaning the shit up, uh, one of the, you know, because I was asking the guy, can I take that whole table? And he said no, but he gave me this nice little triangle chunk. And then I went over and had Bully Ray sign it. And now that, now that, uh, cause he was the only one doing autographs. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Now I really wish I would have had the Briscoe's signature on that, but of whatever. Course. It's still really cool. I got my, uh, eight by 10 with them. Yeah. I got to make him laugh. Cause I told him, um, about Jay Briscoe time, about Jay Briscoe time <laughs> and about, um, yeah. And then when they did their. Uh, guest spot on Colt's show yes. too, about um, doing the Salvia. And yes. <laughs> walking up the wall. Jay Briscoe time was... Um, Chris Jericho first cruise. Yeah, Jericho cruise won. Um, for some reason, every fucking place I went, Jay Briscoe was there. Yes. Every place. It didn't matter if I was... I swear I was like in a bathroom, on the pool deck, at a bar. Buffet. At the buffet. Jay Briscoe was there. And it, you know, like you said before, intimidating guy. Yeah, you never but spoke after, to him. But after a little bit, we started acknowledging. Fucking, it would almost be a chuckle nod. that we were in the same place at the same time. Oh, you getting a hill now? Yeah. You know? And like they were doing that tournament or whatever, and I was like, oh, I think you and your brother are going to be in the finals this tournament. He's like, I'm gonna whoop that ass. <laughs> like, yeah, you are. Tournament. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, and. Uh, the best part was when we got to the Bahamas. Yeah, because we were walking around, and I said, "Well, at least you won't you won't be on Jay Briscoe time here." And then, not more than like thirty seconds later, we're at a at a so busy intersection. We're walking. We're, we're on walking. Foot. 
and there's a there's an intersection and there's like a stoplight and we look over and there's Jay Briscoe. He had rented a moped with his wife. Yeah, he's he, got a helmet he's on. He's got the biggest, dumbest helmet on. Uh, and then he just looks over at that exact moment. I'm like, You're, we're still on Jay Briscoe time. We'll always be on Jay Briscoe time. Yes, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Another thing, too, I want to point out is as far as the wrestling end of it goes, you don't often have a, a tag team of that caliber, and then he he became a tremendous world single champion star, yeah. yeah. And then just seamlessly, you know, there was never a breakup or anything like that. I mean, him no, and Mark would have matches; they'll fight they each yeah. other any damn time. It could be on yeah. their in their farm, or it could be at sea. You boys done? <laughs> you good? You good? <laughs> Papa Briscoe. Yeah. Um, but then, but then, for him to just like seamlessly go back into the tag team world with Mark, and I mean, they're the current Ring of Honor tag team champions. Like they had a hell of a run. Yeah. recently with FTR and yeah. GCW and all the, like, dude, it's, it's so fucking sad. I mean, the wrestling world lost, uh, I don't think we knew how good Jay Briscoe was until you really, it sucks that it takes something like this for you to kind of look back and be like, holy shit, that man was really good both yeah. in the ring and as just a man. Yeah, I was thinking about them a couple weeks ago. I'm like, you know, they're they're probably they are my favorite tag team. Like, I would always just be stoked if they're on a card. Hell whether yeah. I'm watching them live or on TV, I was just always happy. I'm like, oh, they're gonna, dude, it's worth it just to go see them. They're gonna put on a great a, a great show, you know. Yes, it sucks. R.I.P. They held uh, so many titles and stuff. Like, dude, they held the IWGP tag yeah. titles. They held the never open weight. Six man titles with Toro Yano as their partner twice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's fun. I'll have to watch some of that. Um, just the the list of accomplishments for never for never making it like to the big dance, if you will, is well, they fucking tremendous. Cosmetically pleasing. That's what I hear. Um, <laughs> there's a promo. Yeah, there's go ahead and look. Totally at it. a promo. Stop looking after that though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Jay Briscoe, man, that that dude's that dude's gonna be missed. And send as much love as you can to to Mark Briscoe. Like I said, it's his birthday today. He's always gonna have to live with the fact that his that his brother passed. You know, the day before his birthday, that really sucks. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I don't know where he goes from here. I hope I hope he doesn't just hang it up. I hope so too. But you know, yeah, who knows. Jeez. Yeah. All right. I don't know how, you know, there's no real good transition, but we did go to, we went and saw some live pro wrestling. ACW, Wisconsin. It was fun up in Oshkosh at the uh, the Masonic Center. Not a, like, I'm not trying to shit on the matches at all because they were good, but it did feel like the main event of the show was almost just the announcement of the the upcoming guests sure. to wrestling con 2023. Sure. And it's kind of a shuffle period. You know, you got the start of a new year, you got season, uh, uh, tickets kind of move around. People are in different seats. Now, um, the vibe, oh, yeah, that you, was kind you, of, can, su- you get so used to sitting by people, yeah. you know, if you're, if you have set seats, whether that's at a ball game or, or yes. whatever you, you, so it's kind of, it's just a new beginning. Totally. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, this is the first show of, of the, the new season yeah. ticket thing, and we did look around. And we're like, "Oh, this guy is no longer sitting there, right? Like, oh, he's on the he's on the wall. What's he doing over there? <laughs> Where's this guy? Are Where's they going to show guy? up? Maybe yeah. they're just not here this week or this month. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, it was. Uh, think of it as New Year's Dash, man. It's, I it's kind of like it. It's a new day, and it was it was fun. So all the guest reveals. Let's run them down. Eddie Kingston and Max Caster. They were already announced. Right. Um, joining them, Brian Myers, the most professional wrestler. Boom, boom, Colt Cabana. Oh yeah. Ethan Page. So those are all just like. That's just a swaggle friendship uh, circle there. Sure. You can Main, almost count on mainstays, some of those. I would say, yeah. And I like that. Um, from there, we're going to get Raven. Oh, yeah. Eric Rowan. Big Red. Lex Luger. That blew my mind. And Malachi Black. You know, he, he couldn't make it Could, last yes, year. Yes, that's right. And the House of Black. A, I fucking love that. That's really cool. Um, oh, do you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about your little uh, rib ski on Friday? So we all know if you listen to the past issues. I don't know if or, the people or on that show. Cross, oh, I, I don't think that on, streams cl- crossed on that. Matt has, uh, you know, um, expressed himself how he's not the biggest fan of Mr. Lex Luger because. Mostly for one reason. Miss Elizabeth. I blame him. Okay. And that's fair. Um, so I told a couple. um <laughs> I, I told a couple of our friends uh, at ringside about Matt's situation when he wasn't there, and, and then eventually told Hornswoggle the situation as well. So uh, Matt had multiple people coming up to him, going, "How about that Lex Luger?" Or like Dylan straight up said, "He's like, are you going to be? Able, are you okay with Lex Luger? Yes. Or like, is it gonna? I hear you're an Elizabeth guy, and like." <laughs> <laughs> you're not and gonna I'm do like, anything crazy are yeah. you <laughs> and i was like how fucking far is this word travel dude like and then i come to find out adam um tipped the bit to everybody which i fucking love it was great um but yeah maybe me you know what maybe me and lack squash the beef at wrestling he's gonna have to admit one thing to me jesus well didn't you show that he signed oh he signed me an eight by ten that says i'm sorry <laughs> You want to bring that and explain why or get a new eight by 10? Oh, I don't know. I just like to, I want him to live. I want I want him to have to live in his own head as to why he had to sign that. Yeah. There you know. go. But, um, rent free. So I read his book and, uh, he was talking about like right at the very end, you know, where he finds God and shit. He's, he talks about, um, he talks about like three women, something about like, cause he had like a stroke on a plane and that's put him in a wheelchair pretty much since. Mm-hmm. But like the, the EMT that took him off the plane's name was like faith. That's right. Like, oh, it's like a sign from God or whatever. That's right. And then, um, they take him to like this, uh, assisted living s- situation or whatever. And, um, fuck, I can't remember the two, the two girls that, took him in there or whatever mm-hmm. it was like angel and no it was okay. one of them was like you could see this being someone's name hope okay hope sure and the other one's name comfort and i was like get, get out the of here fuck out of here luger you are padding this book this is bullshit i don't believe this for a second comfort um, <laughs> She owns an inn. I was like, what are you at? A strip club, Lex? Come yeah, on, no man. Kidding. Destiny That's was not there. A Christian. Maybe de- maybe it was Destiny and Comfort or something like that. I don't know. I remember thinking, are you out of your fucking mind right now? You expect me to believe this garbage? Yeah. <sighs> Getting hot, Adam. I can, I can hear it. Take your Luger aggression out of me, buddy. Yeah. 
Well, um, did you watch Cena versus RVD? Real quick before we get to that, sure. Dylan did say that the night before Wrestling Con mm-hmm. is going to be extreme. So I think they're going to do a podcast with maybe Raven, maybe uh, Brian Myers and Raven doing a doing extreme, extreme conversation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent if we'll get up there for that, but uh, we'll definitely be there for Wrestling Con. Uh, I talked to Dylan and I said I wanted to share a table with a wrestler again, some we talent good to go, and that was fun. So we'll do that again. Deathmatch Jake recommendation of the week: John Cena versus RVD. One night. One Night Stand, Stand 2006, six. yes, from the Hammerstein Ballroom. Which I forgot they did a couple of these. So three or two, three, yeah, maybe four, so. maybe even four, right? Okay, yeah. Um, I think the first one in 05 was more of like an ECW reunion show, mm. and then this one was definitely like WWE versus ECW, right? And they were branding. This is the first time like SmackDown WWE ECW was going to debut oh, on, right, right. on, on sci fi like yes. the following week or That's something right. like that. So this is to kick off that. And all right, four minutes ago, I got an audio file from Jake because I was going to say I don't have anything Just from made him this it. week. Um, so we'll play that. It's in a classic. Second. I love the, the, the Cena throwing his shirt into the crowd and it getting thrown back is the best. Fuck yeah, it's dude. A, it's a good match. They it's throw it fun. back like five times. Yeah. Well, it's. Because after, after the half, first one, after yeah. the first one, scene is like, oh, we got money here, yes. you know. Um, um, I liked it. It was a good reminder. I was like, oh shit, this is a fun match. I forgot about the edge thing. Oh, they and they redid that with the Major Brothers did. at Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom, Ballroom this which year. is fun. Yep. Great. Um, with Chelsea Green, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I liked the match. The match was fine, but I thought the atmosphere is definitely what made it. Sure. Even with, because um, when, I, when I was, it was the main event on the show, and when I got to where it was, where it's like introductions on Peacock or like entrances, mm-hmm. it was like 40 minutes. But you forget, you know, RVD's entrance is probably eight minutes. Like he comes out there, he's like making laps through the crowd and sure. shit. And then it goes silent and Cena's music doesn't hit for like, a solid minute. You know what I mean? You just hear the booze. And then you hear the booze. And honestly, I don't know if it's because we were there. I felt like the booze were louder in Chicago for Money in the Bank 2011. The pure hatred, I don't think, was. But, and I guess, you know what else, though? Chicago, Allstate Arena, probably close to 20,000 people. Yes. Hammerstein Ballroom, about 2,500 people. Yes, that's what it is. So maybe that's, that's what, it what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, you got the nice acoustics there too, man. Yeah, and just, but I just yeah. you know I kept that going was a back. vibe though. Don't get me wrong. It was when I vibe. walked in, I was like, "What is going on?" Yes, like I felt like a I thought like a riot was about to happen. I'm like something something like you could feel yeah just an, an energy. energy. Yes. Oh yeah, this whole um, this whole one night stand card pretty fucking good. Um, did you watch anything else? From I, it I kind of. I would kind of hop around like, ah, oh, I'll watch a couple minutes of that and then yeah. flip around. Um, but uh, you know Kicks what? off with Heyman coming yes, out and he's just riling his, up everybody yes. up. And then um, match. So Joey Styles is at the announce table by himself like he normally is. Mm-hmm. Match number one, Taz comes out first and then Lawler comes out. It's Taz yes, versus Lawler. Lawler. And Lawler smacks the shit out of Joey Styles. Yep. And then goes to the ring and then right as the bell rings, Joey Styles hops on Lawler's back and 
Lawler's about to chuck him off, but Taz catches him in the Taz mission. Oh, that's sweet. And then it's over. Lawler taps. <laughs> taps. Or no, he doesn't tap. He just goes out. Arm comes down three times. <laughs> okay. And then Taz just joins Michael Cole at the announce table for the rest of the show. <laughs> that's fun. I thought it was way fun. <laughs> and then I forgot about this match. Um, but Rey Mysterio versus Sabu in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Oh, no shit. You know what? I hopped around on the next year's. For oh, Bear. did you? Yeah. So there was a, uh, this is how the match ends, but there's a killer spot. You know how t- uh, Sabu does that? I don't know what he calls it, but where he like, you know, jumps from one rope to the other rope to the outside. Yeah. Okay. Mysterio's on a table. On the outside. Yep, I remember this. And Sabu does the like triple jump thing, but in the meantime, Mysterio stands up. Yep. And catches him in the D with a DDT through the, the table. table. Yes. And then both men are deemed like they can't go. No contest. No contest. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a fucking like intergender six man tag. It was Edge. The Hardys? No, it oh, was sorry. uh it was uh fuck. It was Edge, Foley, and Lita versus Dreamer, Terry Funk, and Beulah McGillicuddy. And I'll be goddamned if that fucking thing didn't have fire and barbed wire (laughs) and everything. All the bells and whistles. Dude, Terry Funk, at the end of the match, first of all, the match ends with Edge spearing the shit out of Beulah McGillicuddy and pinning her like he's fucking her. Yes, Like her legs are up and shit. Um. God, Lita was so fucking hot during this during this run, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but uh, after the match, like, everybody else has left, and Terry Funk is just mangled up in a fucking barbed wire table. And they're like, you can hear him, like, screaming for help. And, like, people come over to help him. He's like, no, you got to cut me out. You got to like, cut her you out. Cut he knows. Out. Like, dude, and then, then somebody's got to run over to find a toolbox. <laughs> and, like, then they're getting these snips out and they're cutting them out. And it was just fucking, it was a, it was a, the whole thing. Like, I'm, I'm really glad, I'm really glad that he uh, recommended this because, I've seen that Cena match with RVD before, but I don't think I ever bounced around the rest of the car. The car. Yeah. And it was fun, dude. Um, we'll get his recommendation for this week. And uh, we might be running a little long on this one, but, you know, we had a little bit of a Jay uh, Briscoe trivia or uh, tribute. So it is what it is. Hey, guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans. We're back with another match recommendation. And this week, do we have quite the banger. As we're going to do a little something different, we're going to go back to some old school CZW into one of my favorite wrestling tournaments back in the day, Best of the Best which you can check out on IWTV, and we're going to check out CZW's Best of the Best 5 in the air tonight. We're going with Super Dragon versus El Generico, and, well, I can't wait to see what Mad Madam has to say about this match. It's absolutely incredible. Check me out on Twitter at AppPureDad and YouTube at AppPureDad. Let's go. All right. I like the I haven't seen El Generico in a long time. I haven't either. He's down, you know, helping out an orphanage he must down be. in Mexico, so... You know, props on that guy. He finally walked away from the business. He's not doing anything lately, that's for sure. I know. I miss him. Me too. Miss you every day, El Chicarico. <laughs> uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, we can run through AEW quick. Yeah, let's just run through them real quick. 
Uh, I did love the, we have the new, the, the best of seven is finally done. That Wasn't that insane? Escalera de la Muerte. Yeah. That, was, that was fun. So Speaking good of bangers, shit, right? that was really fun. New champs. New champs. Um, also, how about Paige getting, knocking out John Moxley? I like the storytelling there. The return of Adam Cole, baby. I loved it. I was I not was, expecting that. No, I me was neither. waiting for a pay per view. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen. Speaking of, we haven't seen him wrestle since Forbidden since, Door. Yes, and then maybe he got a promo or something after that. But that's it. I remember I was telling you about that. Uh, I kept. I'm like that actor guy. You know. Um, oh yeah, who the <laughs> fuck was that guy? <laughs> He's in a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, I know he something is. Something Hauser. But- um. Yeah, but he ended up getting. Getting whooped on rampage. Yes, he did. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but yeah, they had who else? Ken, Ken, uh, Jong, Jong, Ken Jong, and, and Freddie and, Prince uh, Jr. There too. Oh, MJF just giving them the business <laughs> was, was great. That was great. Oh, dude, when he was talking to Takeshita, and he's like, "Boy, I thought <laughs> thought Brian Danielson was a horrible public speaker." Yeah. <laughs> Take a shitta. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great match. Uh, oh, that was a great Danielson. match. That was a great Damn, match. Chops to Danielson were great. Um, also, we had the the women's tag match that was fun. Yeah, Sheeta did play into the finish, but it wasn't wasn't quite how I thought it was going to go. Right, you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I do like the fact that they're calling um, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader the killer and the pillar. Ah, I missed that. I like they got a shirt and everything. Nice. They Um, got a shirt for everything, Adam. Jungle hook. Jungle Jungle. hook. Go get the shirt. It's 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 certified now. (laughs) It's certified, dude. Rampage is pretty good. Uh, Oh, dude, I think Tony Khan is bringing it on Rampage the last couple weeks. Right? Yeah. It's been it's been must watch shit the last couple weeks. This only had three matches on it, which you come to expect from Rampage. Darby and Juice. Great match. That was good. I really liked that match. Um, Ortiz and Kingston versus uh, Knights of the Black House, whatever they call them now, right? Not, is it Kings of the Black Throne Kings or Knights of the, of the Black, Black Throne? Throne? One of the two. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a solid match, too. It was. And then we got a street fight between Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale and Tay Mello and... Anna J. Anna J. That was gnarly. J-A-S. Oof, Anna J missed that table. Holy concrete. shit. Uh, yeah, Paul Willow, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Rampage. But yeah, Willow Nightingale power bombs Anna J off the ramp. Onto a table. Onto a table, sort of. Yeah. She misses just about all of it, and it hits the concrete. And I heard so many people being like, they're basically coming down on like women shouldn't be doing these matches and stuff. I think some of it was due to the excessive bloodshed that Ruby Soho had going on, but shit happens, dude. Yeah. What are you going to do? That, that shit happens in a men's match anyways. What do you, yeah. I don't, I think it should be equal. It should I, be the exactly. same. Exactly. I don't think people should be preaching, you know, equality and then being like, well, these ladies shouldn't be doing that. Fuck that dude. These, these gals work as hard as these guys do. Yes. hundred percent. And they should be able to go out there and have any match that any of these guys have. And holy shit, dude. Like let's, instead of shitting on that, let's, let's give it up for Anna J for putting her fucking body on the line. Right. And Tay too. That, and that shit gnarly. happens. Like that's that's. It's kind of. It's not. It's not ballet, kids. No, it's fucking pro wrestling. Yep. And yeah, dude. Oh, I loved Anna J went underneath the ring and she grabbed that barbed wire for the Queen Slayer. She did that yeah. the last time when she puts it Turned over her arm. Yep. And then um, 
I mean, we got tax. Oh, that's how it finished. Pile driver through the table. Oh, yes. Pile driver through the table. Um, off the ramp through the table. Or yes. off the apron, the apron through the table. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, Ruby Soho, she got dunked into a trash can early on. I think that's when she did a little blade job, but she was gushing blood. Oh, yeah. She was a horror movie. And um, she ends up getting the win. She hits Destination Unknown right into the tax and pins Ty Mello for the win. And that was... <laughs> go on, dude, you couldn't put together really a better one hour of television. No, you're me. right. I'll tell you what, you're I right. loved that. I loved yeah. all three of those matches. Yeah, we spent two seconds on Darby versus Juice Robinson. Yeah. It was good. It was you know very what I mean? good. It was very good. <laughs> um, I watched SmackDown. Did you see any of that? I did not watch SmackDown. We were at we were at ACW as it aired, and I caught up on Dynamite or Rampage, but I did not catch SmackDown. Sammy versus KO. Okay. Oh, I. You know what? I did catch Adam. What's that? About the first hour and a half of Raw. Oh, so they showed. So that. they showed all there that. Go. There you go. Um. I thought we were getting that raw 30th anniversary this week. So did I. Well, no, no, no. I, I saw that we weren't after we did the show. I was like, okay, we still got another week. Maybe two. No, one more. No, week. I think it's next yes. week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, a, a couple, some, some good stuff. Um, Gunther retains over uh, Braun. I heard that match was great. It I didn't was. see it. It was, it was good. Um, Liv uh, Morgan did this thing to, to Raquel Rodriguez. She was like, yeah, I get my got a psychic reading this week. She's like, you see this life right here and slapped the shit out of her. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so they had a match. That was, that was fun. Ra- Raquel ended up kind of dominating her, but Liv was like going kind of psycho. I think that's her thing now. Yeah. Um, they announced a tag tourney uh, and the winner's going to get the Usos. Okay. Um, remember we talked about the Hitman faction, um, like the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross is rocking the Hitman gear. I heard, I heard that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Bring so, in low key, would you? Yeah, no kidding. Can we get him at Payday? Um, I almost used this quote. It was funny because um, it was KO talking to Sammy, and he's like, you don't understand, Sammy. Roman Reigns is the one that's using you, so he doesn't have to come to work, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard on that. So it's KO and Roman at the Rumble. Yes. I think it somehow has to get to Roman and Sammy at, ex- well, at Romania? No. Okay. You know you know what it, it's going to be elimination chamber between then and unless somehow Sammy wins elimination chamber and then it's like night 1 of I don't know. I have no idea where they're going. I don't either, but I love it. Dirt sheet said it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Howdy. Jesus Christ. Um I don't know. I do want to take one quick moment and talk about how much I don't think I've ever done a 180 on a storyline as much as I have on Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. The shit that they've done with like Condom. Yeah. I'm all in. Condom. <laughs> um That's not me. Dude. <laughs> that is hilarious. I forgot who said someone said it on Raw and it was great. I was oh, like, that's pretty good. That is fucking great. Um <laughs> <laughs> the, like, dude, because they would post, post those things like them showing up to Thanksgiving, and then do you watch all that? Yeah, and then them showing up to Christmas, and yeah, getting, like taken out. And I love how like 
Dominic Mysterio spent like seven hours in a in holding jail. cell, and there, and he's like, "You wouldn't last." He says to the Usos, "You wouldn't last five minutes where I was." And Dude, he's shit. wearing the fucking. So <laughs> he's got a teardrop. He's wearing the bandana. The Usos are the best, man. Oh, They're like, so "What's up, Vato Loco?" <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it's so, so fun. They're like, oh, don't get him started. Oh, I love the way the other members of Judgment Day are acting like it too. Like. Like, they're all about it, whatever, but yeah. then they're like, wasn't he just in there for, like, and they're, they're like, like, yeah, shut up, fine. shut up, yeah, it's all right, yeah, <laughs> and Rhea's just like, what do you got to say about it? <laughs> it's so great, like I he, love it. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm on the 180 thing, too, I'm oh. like, this is good shit. <laughs> Such good shit. Such good shit. Ah, uh, anything else, Adam, or should we just wrap this some bitch up? I think we're good to go, man. Me too, man. Uh, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe, uh, survey says. Another one for the good guys. Reach for the sky, boy.